Welcome to Mastering Your Thirties, a podcast to guide women in their thirties about how to relax, enjoy the ride, and make investments for their future health, wealth, and well-being. And for women beyond their thirties to share their wisdom and experience with others. I am Alev Bakan, health and nutrition coach and founder of Health & Co. Today, I'm having Lori Lisai as a guest. Lori is a retired teacher turned human design mentor and alignment coach. She followed her intuition and left a successful career in teaching after 26 years to build her own business. She helps people shed others' expectation and belief system through a mix of practical applications and intuitive guidance so that they can learn to follow their inner compass and be who they came here to be. Let's dive in. Hi, Lori. How are you? I'm so well. Thank you so much. It's good to see you. Good to see you too. Thank you for joining me. And I'm going to jump right in because you are a very interesting person and you have a very special uh, coaching skill. You are a human design coach. Yeah, it is a human design coach. Tell us. <laughs> Great question. Uh, so human design is a, it's a system essentially for personal development and empowerment. And it's relatively new. It like came on the scene in the late 80s, but it's actually comprised of a number of different systems and science together. So ancient wisdom from like the chakra system and astrology and the Chinese Yi Ching and the Kabbalah um, combined with quantum mechanics and genetics. So it's a little bit of an artsy science and essentially uh, it's a tool um, to help you kind of experiment. And, you know, I like to, to, use the words be who you came here to be we all trying to be who we are really are but i think it's tough you know we have we are we are bombarded with trends uh also like with uh, what other people are saying around us comments and are i think also they become somehow our inner voice so how do we find our true selves? And especially, how do we do that in our 30s? Yeah, absolutely. Right. When we were talking the other day, uh, you know, we talked about how in your 30s, that seems to be the time when uh, there's just this flood, right, of yeah. expectations and this feeling of I need to be living my life in a certain way, mm -hmm. you know, in order to be, quote, successful or, uh, you know, to accomplish the goals that I set for myself, right? Um, mm -hmm. It's almost like it's acceptable to be kind of messing around in your 20s, but <laughs> once you hit your 30s, it's like, I have to be serious, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> and, uh, you know, Basically, what you're talking about with the expectations of others and how they become our inner voice, I think that's where the beauty of human design can help to help you kind of separate that out. 
and it it points you to essentially how your energy is meant to work like in what way did you you know come to this earthly plane so to speak to to be and express your energy and a lot of the times i find when i sit with people um it feels like a kind of a cosmic permission slip you know where they hear a, a bit about their design and they're like oh yeah that's that's so me but i've been doing it this way because i felt like that's what i had to do or what i should do right mm -hmm. um, and so human design just it gives you language it gives you specifics to kind of start to unpack that um and then look at like where are you you know where are you letting other people sort of dictate you know, who you are and how you're expressing and where can you start to kind of take back some of that, um, some of that power. And I think, can you tell us about like how you can help women in their 30s who are listening and maybe asking for your services, how they can reach out to you? So uh, the first thing I always encourage people to do is go to my website, which is laurielisai.com. And run your birth chart, run your, you know, it, it's not a natal chart, it's a human design chart. And um, run that. You need your your birth time, your birthplace, and um, your birthday. And once you plug all that in, you'll, you'll generate a chart for yourself. And it's going to give you a lot of information on the side. And I'll send you some emails that will start to introduce some of the concepts and help you understand like what is this all about um you know what are the different components and how will they actually help me um and then i encourage you to you can book a session where we sit down and i'll you know help you deconstruct what the chart says and means for you um and i have a few different kind of offers you, you can do like a one one-time session. Um, I also do bundles. So, you know, you can, if you want to kind of look at things because it's very, very multifaceted system. Mm -hmm. If you want to look at things over, um, you know, a short period of relatively short period of time, we can do a few sessions. Um, and then I also do just like a one-to-one -one private coaching where we use human design as a tool um, to really start to integrate it into your life. And we look at what's going on, where are your challenges, where do you really feel like you're out of alignment and kind of not being who you truly are? And how can I help to support you, you know, using your human design to get you back, um, back on track? Well, that's very powerful. And I think this also has a butterfly effect because once you start discovering yourself, maybe you pushes people around you to do the same, you know, you be an example. And I think the most important part is, you know, 30s, also the ages where, you know, people who choose to have kids, they are raising their kids. And I think this is a big tool to have as a parent and learn the ki your kids how to find their inner voice, find their true purpose, right? Great. Oh my gosh. Imagine if everybody knew, you know, their their child's human design and they were honoring that and helping them. Um, so I'll give you an example. Um, 
one of the energy types is called a manifester. And they have uh, a very uh, distinct way of going about things, which is uh, they're initiators. They're here to be our fire starters. They're here to really like blaze new trails. And they are not here to ask for permission. <laughs> so if you think about a child growing up, you know, they're constantly asking for permission right? And we train them in schools because I'm a retired teacher. So I know, you know, that kids have to ask to go to the bathroom, mm -hmm. you know? So um, training, helping to support a manifester um, energy and allowing them to have as much agency as they possibly can. Um, and it's not to say that, you know, that you're not parenting them. Of course, you're, you still need to provide them guidance, but you know, knowing that they were that energy type, I think can be so helpful for both you as a parent to understand like, wow, I've got this really headstrong child who wants to like light things up and um, not quite sure what to do with that. So how do you, how do you like pave the road for them and, and allow them to have more freedom and flexibility to find that independence? Um, versus some of the other types that don't necessarily need to be supported that way. So that's just one example of where um, it can be really helpful to understand your child's human design. And if they're not growing up as a manifester, feeling like they have to ask permission for everything, then they become, you know, such an aligned adult, you know, which is... Of course. Oh, so like, like I said, um, I have a nine-year-old and a 11 year old. Old. Would you suggest me to look at their chart and see, you know, is it a, a good age for them? Do you think? Yeah, definitely. How little how they can be to check it out? I mean, you can do it from, you know, birth. I mean, as, as long as you have their, their exact birth time. Um, I think it's great to know um, ahead of time. Uh, and I also want to say that Human design is, it's meant to be an experiment. It's always, uh, it's not dogma, it's not doctrine. So, you know, if you do find yourself diving in really deeply and excited about it, um, I also encourage you to just use your intuition around when it's working and when it feels like you, you know, maybe you're, you're erring on the side of, uh, oh, well, you know, this is their energy type, so this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Um, and part of the reason for that is because human design is so multifaceted and multilayered, um, you know, energy type is just one component of it, you know, and there may be other things in their chart that are pointing to, you know, different things that would work better for them. So that's where really using your intuition, I think, comes into play. But first. I would say nine and 11 is a great, great time because they're, you know, that's the time when they're really starting to assert that independence, right? They're starting to kind of separate from mom and dad and really wanting to learn about who they are. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a great, a great age. to. And I think also guiding them the right way, because, you know, there are million ways to make them do things. And choosing the right way to motivate them, to right way to, you know, tell them things. I think it's very essential. Um, 
But like also you mentioned, you switched careers. You were like a very successful teacher uh, for 26 years. And then you switch your career. And uh, also in our 30s, maybe many people are thinking about changing their career. But uh, according to the researchers too, they are very afraid because it's a huge step for them. And like we mentioned at the beginning, if we have a stable life, we are programmed to continue that way. Mm -hmm. Can you tell us like how you made that decision? How was the transition? And if women in their 30s uh, is planning to change their system, their career, what would you recommend them? Great question. Uh, so for me, I, I feel like I just sort of got to this point um, where I was I was starting to dream really big, like okay. I was starting to imagine a life that didn't really coincide with with teaching necessarily or with staying where I was and doing what I was continuing to do. That is not at all to say that I didn't love what I was doing because I, I so did. I really enjoyed uh, working with students and um, I was involved in a lot of school change efforts and that just, it, it really did light me up. And I also felt like there was still more that I wanted to accomplish and I wanted to do it in a very different way. Mm -hmm. So um, I would say, number one, like listening to those nudges. If, you know, if you're going into work every day and you're just feeling like a heavy weight on you or um, you're, you know, you're not feeling nourished by what you're doing that is a surefire sign that something is amiss you know and that you really need to to look at it at least um and it is scary you know i think i um the idea of you know feel the fear and do it anyway you know that saying um it's it's very like Yes, it's very nice to say that, uh, and it's like we still have to eat, we still have to pay the bills, right? Of course, <laughs> life is right. going low. <laughs> Leap in the net will appear. Um, I actually have that on my refrigerator, but uh, which I did, and you know, sometimes that is right for you, and sometimes you need a little bit more of a, a foundation. So I encourage people to consider like, you know, a side hustle or a bridge type of situation to help you, you know, construct that. But above all, don't ignore that nudge or ignore that feeling in your body of just like, ugh. Um, because it's, it's your body telling you that you need, like, this isn't it. This isn't. It needs to change. Yeah. 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 Um, and about, 70% of the population um, has what's called a defined sacral center. So they are either generators or manifesting generator types. Um, and they are really designed to follow that like flush of energy um, when they get excited about something. And they have tons of energy to like follow through on things. Um, and what can happen to a lot of them is people sense that energy and they get them into situations or ask them to like do tasks, which they're certainly capable of doing, but they aren't necessarily like really lighting them up. And so, you know, that, that sacral just sort of 
you know, it gets really quiet and uh, yeah. it's it's not really aligned. So um, just really paying attention to those to those messages that you're getting. It also requires to be in tune with yourself, right? You know, there are some people who are listening who are happy to find that they are finding the right tools to help themselves, you know, shed those layers. Yeah. Discover themselves again and again. Uh, so do you think um, there is only one transformation or like, you know, we can have different layer shedding uh, periods in our life? So is it like a one-time thing or a continuous process? Oh my gosh. Uh, absolutely a continual process. And uh, I think that was, that was something in, you know, in my 30s. I could tell that I was moving into a different phase of life. You know, for me, I, I had my two boys in my 30s. Um, and, you know, I, I sensed that it was this different kind of phase, but it is like, um, it's not the only one. It's not the last one. It's really folly to think that, you know, this is it, like, this is it. So <laughs> I said that now I'm okay. No, it's like, it's a continuous process, right? right. Maybe it's also changing with the, uh, with our age, with our, uh, like hormones. I don't know, like, are they also affecting how, like, what is our like inner self is saying? Yeah, absolutely. Abs I mean, your, your body is so intelligent. Honestly, um, I think we we don't give it nearly enough credit for what it's telling us at any one time. So like you mentioned earlier, it's uh, learning how to listen to your body and listen to what it's telling you um, is a, a big part of any kind of like personal development growth. Um, and yeah, you're, I mean, your hormones are just one other, you know, one way that it communicates with you. Okay. Perfect. Well, uh, toward the end of our session, I always ask uh, three questions. So here comes my first question. So what were the breaking points in your 30s, if there were any, and how did they change your life? Yeah. Um, so I would say I was one of those classic, um, you know, I, I hit, well, I hit like 32 and I was like, hmm, my you know, am I going to have kids? Are we going to have kids? Um, and we had this, uh, this sort of informal fun club at school called the NBC, which was the no babies club. Mm -hmm. And I was a, a card carrying member and I swore like, nope, I'm, I'm not having kids. It's not going to be it. Um, and then, you know, it was definitely partly a societal thing. Like, Hmm. I guess, you know, if we're gonna, like, we probably should now, you know, kind of thing. And don't get me wrong, like, I had two amazing boys, and I could not imagine a life without them. I love them so much, and um, they light me up every day. And I think um, I'm so glad that, you know, I, I took that path, and we were very fortunate that it was easy, you know, for us. Um so, but that shift, that, that was a huge shift, right? When you transition from, um, from being two to three and four and, you know, you're spending time with young children in your thirties, that is an incredible change. 
um, and a huge identity shift, really. It changed a lot about how I did work um, and, you know, who I, who I saw myself as, you know, I, instead of um, teacher first, it was mother, you know. Of course. And I think it's also important to realize if you really want want to have kids, because like you said, there is this uh, program thing going on. Okay, in your 30s, you get married, you have children, and then, you know, you advance in your career. But do I really want to have kids? And do I really want to have kids in early in my 30s or maybe later in my 30s? Like, so I think this is also coming back at you, like, as a human design coach, I think it's also designing uh, your own life, your own desires, because we don't have, I think most of the time, we don't even have a chance to listen our own desires. We listen everybody else's desires, our parents' desire. They expect for grandchildren. So we are like, okay, let's do that kid right now. So I think it's, you have an essential role in, uh, in every part of a human life, a woman life, actually. I yeah, <laughs> right. It's so all-encompassing. And I think um, to give another example, if you know your your energy type, for example, um, if you are one of that 70% that has a sacral defined, then you're going to have like consistent life force energy. In general, you're going to be like a lot more energetic mm. than... 30% of the population who doesn't have that defined sacral. So if you are a projector, reflector, or a manifester, and you're a mom, like that is really important information for you because you're gonna need help. Like a, a mother's helper or time, you know, babysitters or in-laws or who, like you need the help. You can't, it's not like something really that, you should do on your own because you will absolutely just be driven to exhaustion. Mm -hmm. um, it's just the way your energy works. Like there's, I call it the projector nap. Like those energy types just need horizontal time during the day mm -hmm. um, to rest. And I think a lot of, you know, there's those expectations again, like I'm not a good mother if I'm asking for help or, right? And I can't do it all on my own. Like, yeah. Exactly, exactly. And, so and I think knowing those beforehand and equipping yourself maybe with your like families or like having enough money to hire some help, you know, and arranging that financial things beforehand, I think it will be so crucial for having a sane uh, parenthood. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> Staying happy, everybody's like, you know, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank you for this answer. And so, my second question is mm -hmm. Can you tell us one thing that you swore by in your 30s, but you don't believe in any anymore? Yeah. Um, I think that's probably um, that. I would be in teaching, you know, or doing my, my teaching career, um, until I retired, you know, just sort of like one, one career and that would be it. And, um, and just sort of accepting that that was the norm, hmm. um, instead of like believing that some of the things that I loved, uh, when I was young 
were viable or, you know, believing that there were other options for me. Um, so I, I feel like that's really important. I, I kind of feel like my, my per, you know, my viewpoint in my thirties became really narrow, partially because I was really focused on, you know, growing my family and being a mother, um, and learning to balance the, the work with the family. But I think, um, you know, it was, I, I looked at it more like, how can I make teaching fit around my lifestyle instead of considering that I could do something else even? Well, you know, it's tough. I like raising a family and also having a career and then thinking about like some alternatives is tough. But like you, yeah. I, I'm sure you also prepared yourself, right? Like little by little to make that shift in your uh, career. And also, like like we said, that programming coming from around, like, why you are you not successful in your teaching job so that you are changing your... So nobody wants to face that question. And I think, first of all, we start to ask to ourselves that question. And we always think that shifting career is because of a, a like a failure. Failure, yeah. And it's not, you know, you the, uh, the more you learn, the more you became aware of yourself, the more you are, I think, prone to change. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And there's, in human design, there's something called your profile, and uh, there there are two profile lines, the three line and the six line, that are very much about experimenting and honestly, the idea of trying things, falling on your face, quote, falling on your face, um, and then learning from that making it better and taking that lesson forward. So it's so important for three lines and six lines to not like look at those experiments or the things that quote failed as failures, but instead reframing them as lessons and just understanding like this is all part of the fabric of my life. So three lines and six lines especially may find that they go through a number of different career changes or a number of different relationships or you know, whatever. And it's not that they are failing. It's just they're, that's how they learn. They have to like, do it, yeah. screw it up, you know, screw it up, so to speak. Yeah. Okay. In order to that figure it out. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and my third question is, if your 30 year old self would be sitting right across you, what would you tell her to do, not to do any advice that you would like to um, you know, I think I would encourage my 30-year-old self to uh, to tune into my intuition more and really start to listen. You know, if I hear like a little whisper about something, to, to trust it and see where it takes me. Um, because the, the more you listen to your intuition, the stronger its voice will get for you. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes intuition plays out as a mother, especially, you know, if you decide to become a mother, you'll find that your intuition about, um, how, you know, what your child needs is really strong. And I know for me, I did, I'm a one line, so I did like a lot of research. I read like all the books, you know, about like what is supposed to be happening? What is, you know, and I think that's there's a balance with that. 
of, you know, then where do you actually just look at what your child is telling you in his or her own way and learn to like read those signs with your intuition. Um, or for you, if you're just, you know, going through life, if you're, if things just aren't feeling right or you're sensing something is off or you're getting like hit like these, go do that or this idea comes in, you know, listening to those things and, and trusting them. Yeah, I think, you know, that's the most important part, listening to yourself, allowing yourself to speak, right? Speak up. Like <laughs> we always tell, you know, our kids or like to speak up and, you know, if they feel something is wrong to tell us about that. But we also try to, you know, make ourselves quiet. So do you have any uh, comments or any last minute advice or any tips that you we should take with us? I I would just say if if this sort of thing is intriguing to you, you know, if you if you have found yourself drawn to like Myers-Briggs or Enneagram or Clifton Strengths, you know, those personality type quizzes and and personal development is interesting for you, like definitely check out human design and um, you know, remember to use it as an experiment. Um, because it's it's not at all meant to be constricting. It's not meant to hold you back, you know. Um instead it's meant to empower you so it's it's like astrology on steroids it's called the science of differentiation so it's really all about how do you how do you become your best self through being the individual that you are so uh, of course yeah and can you uh, please remind us how we can uh, reach out to you how we can ask for your services yeah, absolutely. Uh, the best place to go is my website, lorilisai.com, which is L-O-R-I-L-I-S-A-I.com. Uh, then they come to your website and then yeah. they do the quiz mm-hmm. and they start from the with the quiz, right? Yeah. So it, the only thing that you need is your birthday, your birth time, and your birthplace. Okay. Um, and in terms of the birth time, sometimes that can be like a sticky point. Um, definitely check your birth certificate. Um, if you don't have it or it's not there, you can, of course, ask people for, to give you like a rough estimate. Okay. It really is best to have it down to the minute because some things do change, oh. um, you know, even minute to minute. But some of the finer details, you know, change um, more so with, with the minute. But the closest you can be to your accurate birth time, the best, um, the best like result you'll get. I am. I hope many we many people will reach out to you and so that they can clarify things in their life. I will definitely go to your website for me for my husband to discover what he is like and to better communicate with him and also for my children so that I can guide them in a in the right way. Yeah, that is great. Uh, human design also like it's so great for communication tools that's just another thing you you helped me think of so uh, yeah and i will definitely uh, talk about my experiment here so let's <laughs> be in tune and i will be you know coming back with the human design thing and maybe we will have you again and discover 
what yeah. happened with me and with my family. <laughs> that would be great. I would love that so much. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. You really uh, provide me with lots of new information and new horizon. Uh, and I hope many people will who listen this podcast will also have the same feeling. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, Alev. It is so great to meet you. Thank you so much for having me. You can learn more about Mastering Your 30s Club and group programs and have all the information about my guests at www.healthandco.com. you or somebody you know can be a great guest for this podcast, please fill out our guest form at www.masteringyour30s.com. Listen to the new episode of Mastering Your 30s wherever you listen to your podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time, be good to yourself.